that is. Let's pull that shit. Cuban on my wrist, Cuban on my neck, your girl on X, money talk, she on the phone line, we having phone sets, never duck in front of you peon, I ain't full yet, kept it real since the begun, I ain't told yet, I done finally got my muscle up, you know I'm gon' flex, people rooting for the hustler, I think I'm on next, at your neck, I don't get tired, I ain't Back with another episode, ladies and gentlemen, um, back to kick it with you, man. How was your weekend, man? Oh, weekend was good, man. Another another good weekend of uh, uh, football, man. Uh, college and professional. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a great weekend, man. I had so much fun, man. Uh, I went to the Florida-Alabama game. And we're going to get into that, too. I'm going to tell you about Gainesville, Florida, the swamp. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, it was, it was epic times, man. And you was in Tampa Bay too, wasn't you? No, nah, we didn't actually make it to the Falcons game. I was going to make it to the Falcons and Tampa game. Um, the weather looked kind of sketchy, so I ain't even make it. Oh, okay. Like that, before I bought the tickets, I ain't, uh, I ain't, I ain't make it. I ain't, no, I ain't hit purchase. Oh, at least you didn't buy the tickets. I thought you had tickets already. Nah. So I see them when they come to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I make it to that one. Yeah, man. Um Gainesville's was was fun. Um Gainesville, it was a lot of college football. Um me and the wife read. Got up that morning, Saturday morning, made that trip on down to Gainesville, four hours, like some change. Yeah, so it's a fun trip. A lot of, lot of shenanigans, man. A lot of a lot of things, wild things, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. If you been to the swamp, bro, you ain't living right. As a Florida fan, if you're a Florida fan, you ain't been to the swamp, man, or high when the city is lit and for a high key matchup game, you ain't living right, brother. <laughs> I know it was live out there. Man, it was so wild. It was so crazy. Um it, it was it was just uh it was it was man, one of the best games I ever been to. Um one of the best games. It was crazy. It was so loud in there, man. Not for, yeah. for a whole game. It was so loud. Like, my ears were ringing after the game was over. I had to get some Tylenol. Me and, me and my old lady, uh, we, we had to get some Tylenol, man, because, but it was it was loud. It got um, it got crazy. But we're going to get into it right quick, man. We're going to talk about UF versus Bama. Uh it was, it was an epic matchup. Um, my boys fell short. Um, we started out slow, came out real flat. Uh, so, you know, Bama ended up pulling away 20, 31 to 29. And uh, Emory Jones, man, he, you know, they were booing my boy. They was booing him at the game. I was like, man, these people crazy. They shouldn't be doing that. It's ridiculous. But we spotted on folks 21 points, man. And we just we just started out flat. It took us a, like a quarter to like to get it in, to get in like catch up game speed wise with them. And that, you know, Bama, they they I, it, I ain't gonna lie, Vance. It's 21 three. It's, I, 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 it started a little spooky. It started a little scary. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they went out and scored. Um, they went out and scored their first drive, and they were thinking, we was in position, man. We just missed a lot of open open field tackles. Uh, uh, the quarterback Bryce Young, he reminded me a lot of Russell Wilson. Um, That's y'all like, quarterback? No, the quarterback for Alabama, the, the freshman. Oh, okay. um, yeah, freshman phenom for um, he from California. 
five-star quarterback from 20, was 2020 class. He, he was a true freshman last year. But um, so, but anyway, yeah, man, the guy, he he's real, he's gonna be real good. He's gonna um he gonna he gonna be another first round Alabama quarterback, uh, real talented, nice arm. He's just young. He just he missed a lot of throws. He he make a lot of dink and dunk throws, but um, he he threw for like two hundred forty yards. He was twenty two for thirty five for two forty three touchdown. Uh, stats wise, okay day, but if you go by like like per play per pass play, he like below five yards. Um, after um a lot of those plays, a lot of those plays were like run after catch and you know. Cats making a play in open field. We missed the open field tackles. So, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, we spotted them for 21 points. And I think that first drive we went down and kicked the field goal, I was like, okay, I like the drive. And then we just kept going three and out. Emory ended up throwing an interception, like the second, third drive. Um he got nervous. Everybody was calling for AR fifteen, which is understandable. But he had a hamstring injury, uh, which Dan Mullen said uh, in his presser on Monday that he could only be a drop back passer. But uh, ain't no need, you know, to play that man if if you know we're looking forward to seeing Bama again. So that you know, this game was a big game. It was a it was a measuring stick game, but it wasn't. Like so much important because like we're gonna need him against Georgia and everybody else that we see down the line. Um LSU. So this this game wasn't major important for you know to have a longer injury linger a little longer, you know what I'm saying? Cause them hamstring, they tricky, man. It you could be feeling fine and go through treatment, it just pop it a little bit and and you go through treatment and it feel fine, be 100%. And then, like, next week, you can re-aggravate it. You know what I'm saying? Then it'd be eight weeks. And then we ain't got him for the SEC championship game. So, yeah. But Emory, he, uh, he struggled early. Um, He was 18 for 28 for 195 yards throughout the day. One pick, no touchdown. But he was real. He ran the offense. He caught. Everybody, we caught. Once we settled down. Like the second quarter, got our feet um up on the bus. And you know, the defense stepped up big time, man. We had what made Bama go three and out three straight times. Um once once we, you know, got got our feet set. And uh the D on uh, the offense, Emory went down and scored right before the half was 21-9. And then, man, we pretty much dominated the game. Time possession. Um, what was our time possession? Uh, we had oh, time possession. We had the ball for 31 minutes. Um, Bama 28. Uh, we had one turnover. Bama didn't have none. That was the killer. And then, you know, the right before the first touchdown, we scored. Uh, what was the difference in the game with the kicker? He missed the field goal. He missed the extra point. They came back and really hunt us, and that was the ball game. But we had 440 total yards on them boys, and Bama only had 331. They only rushed the ball for, like, 99 yards. First time ever up under Nick Saban um, that he didn't rush for 100 yards. Oh, wow. Yeah. Since 2014, I think. Um <laughs> But yeah, man, we we pretty much handling them boys. We were like seven yard per class. Um, we we ran the ball for like we get like six yards a pop on them boys. They rushed the ball for like three yards a pop. But like we just a lot of them just missed tackles, and like I said, a lot of missed tackles and everything. But man, but yeah, but we get once we got our feet settled. And we we started playing, man. We we well, we dominated them. And the thing is, like, like people were saying, man, like, well, you know, on the people on the timeline, people were saying, like, well, Florida, at y'all happy that we lo- y'all lost to Bama. 
No, bro. Like, we're not happy. We know we should have won and we should have beat them people. We should have won that game. But what we what we happy about is we had so many questions coming into that game after we lost a generational talent quarterback, a, a generational talent receiver, a pass catcher, Kyle Pitts. And, um, and we lost our first-round draft pick quarterback, I mean, receiver, uh, Kadarius Tony slot guy. And then we lost uh, a high-value receiver, uh, Trevor Grimes. And so the offense was like, we were like number one in the country in passing. So we hopped saying this passing game, and we lost all that. And then we playing a quarterback that ain't never played a full snap a whole game before. So we had a lot of questions and everything. A lot of stuff got the measure. Bama was the measuring stick. So a lot of our questions got answered for us. And so, like, and I feel real good knowing that we controlled the game. If people know football and watch the game, we, we control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. We stop them people. Um, of course, the rail bailed them out on a lot of third downs. Like, just so many pass interference. There's one call on Kyrie Eagle, like the first drive. I'm like, bro, this the SEC. This man ain't even touching, man. But, like, I guess he was trying to call it after, like, five yards after – you know, they were, you know, touching each other after after the quarterback them threw the ball at the receiver, them, you know, ran his route. As soon as the ball came out, he threw a flag, bro. I'm like, man, this man ain't touching, man. But, um, but yeah, but did you watch the game? Uh, I saw some. I didn't get to watch all of it. Yeah. Yeah, but, man, it, it, was, it was epic. Um, a lot of missed calls, though. Uh, it was overall a great game. I know we should have beat them people, and I know we'll see them again first weekend in December in the A. So, uh, I don't know about that, but I do want to ask you do you think Florida can still make the playoff with two losses? No, we won't make the playoff with two losses. But only way that happened is if if we run the table, right? If we run the table and we win the rest of our games and we lose an SEC championship and we lose close, it, that's the only way we'll make it. So, if, but if Georgia's number one, Alabama's number two, so Georgia ain't gonna be number one after we beat them, so that won't even matter. Well, y'all, y'all ain't gonna beat Georgia. That defense is you seen Georgia defense. Come on, be real now. Man, listen, Georgia defense is elite. And I'm saying it. I hate to say this. I hate to get anything credit due for them for them people. But I'm I'm gonna tell the truth. Georgia defense is elite. It is, but it ain't never, it ain't seen no elite running game, bro. That Clemson. When it's not like looking very impressive right now, they almost lost to Georgia Tech, bro. And like this DJ, that quarterback, bro, he's not that good. We, he's not good. We, we thought he was, but he's not that good. And so, with that being said, Georgia ain't played no offense and no defense. Well, Clemson defense shut him out. But George ain't playing no offense, and then they offense suck. They can't even score no points. Now they scoring a lot of points on these sorry teams and everything. But at the end of the day, bro, they ain't, they ain't face nobody gonna man that gonna challenge them. It, well, we'll see what they do next week when they play Arkansas. Cause Arkansas gonna challenge them, and they they pretty solid. I like Arkansas. But I, I don't think nobody in, in college football, bro, I don't see nobody going undefeated. So you think everybody going to have at least one loss? Everybody going to have at least one loss. Guaranteed. Wow. So you're saying it's just more competitive this year? Yeah, and the landscape of college football is um a little bit more like, and it's made the sport even funner because 
what what COVID was a blessing. So a lot of those six years guys from fifth year seniors had another year to come back to college. So they stayed in college when they know they can work on their game and uh, they weren't going to be no first five, first four through one through four or five round draft pick. So they stayed in college and worked on themselves and developed themselves so they can get a higher draft stock, which I think that was great. And a lot of them guys, a lot of people, and then the transfer portal. So a lot of fifth-year guys, fourth-year guys, they on team, they just a, a piece away. A lot of teams a piece away. And they added people to their roster and made their talent level go up a little bit more. Okay. So I, I just think that college football is it this year is gonna be great. It's gonna be so fun to watch. Um, so I, I, I think even a lot of uh, a lot of teams gonna a lot of teams gonna get upset. A lot of teams. You see what Ohio State. I mean, they defense hard, but they they can score points, but they they defense suck. So you'll see a lot of teams get upset. Like um, Texas A&M, they should have lost against Colorado, but they they got what um, they got Arkansas Saturday, and Arkansas pretty good. Mm. Is Arkansas ranked? Yeah, number sixteen. Oh, okay. They pretty good, man. They 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 good on the line of scrimmage. They good in the trenches. So, but. Yeah. So I like I said, man. So but Georgia fans saying on Twitter on the timeline, right? They saying that. Well, y'all competed with Bama. That y'all y'all trying to treat this like a more victory. This ain't no more victory for us. We lost. We, but we are we we very very happy with our performance, knowing that we could have won. And we the only we we was there last year in the SEC championship. We battled lost by six. This year we lost by two. So we showing improvement on it's just a few things that we need to do. Recruit better, number one, get better players. And number two, and stop making those boneheaded decisions. And number three, we gotta start out fire. We gotta come out fire. So this ain't not a moral victory for us. I just think that was the measuring stick to know we can play with anybody in the country. Yeah. So preseason coming to this, coming to the preseason, people thought Bama was going to win it all, go undefeated. So when we dominated on people, America showed like, oh, is Bama not that good or is Florida that good? And they like kind of disrespecting that. Georgia's like Georgia fans saying they, well, Alabama not that good. Then if y'all doing all that, Bama ain't that good. How you just gonna discredit a team or whatever just because we did that to them? Like, that don't even make no sense at all. Yeah. So that's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what what you think as a mutt? Um I mean it it was a good it was a good game. It was a battle of you know two top SEC schools. Um as a mutt, I I think Georgia gonna wax both of y'all. So <laughs> <laughs> But Georgia can't score, bro. You you believe in JT Daniels? That's what you saying? I I don't believe in JT Daniels. I like that the the, uh, the other quarterback that had played. Oh yeah, I ain't, I ain't see much of y'all game uh, last week. Yeah, I think they should stick with him. He, I mean, he listen Bennett. That who you talk about? Oh, that was Stetson Bennett. Dang, y'all hate him. He just looked. He just looked more poised in the pocket, and and he could move. JT be looking scared to me, right? And I be trying to tell people that. 
a lot of people uh don't like um Stetson Bennett, but a lot of people like just saying that oh JT this and JT that. But a lot of people don't believe in JT. I know a lot of Georgia fans don't believe in JT. Yeah. And he he's 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 due for a fuck up game. He due for one. He due for Clemson. He he got bailed out. But he due for a a, a two two or three interception game. And I hope it's the one in Jacksonville. That's all I ask for. He due for one. It might be next week. I wonder who's going to start. Is it, Are they going to have JT start? Yeah, they're going to play JT. Yeah, he, ain't, he ain't it. I feel like kind of the same way about um, Matt Stafford. When Matt Stafford was playing for Georgia, I was like, he, he just ain't it. And they hyped him up even playing at the Lions now. He just, he don't do it for me. Yeah, he I feel, yeah, he yeah, he he do give me Matthew Step vibes at Georgia. Yeah, man. Can be good, but also can be great and can also be awful and cost you a game. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, um Gainesville, man, it was it was rocking, man. That that place got so loud, bro. When we made it like we scored that last touchdown, man. And then the the, the tragic play, that two point conversion, man. We got to coach the staff got to do a better job, man. Uh, they drawing up a better play at the goal line. Um, I guess it was, they ran Emory. Dan said he, Dan Mother said in a press conference after the game that they ran the wrong play. It was bad communication. I was like, man, at that time you got to run a timeout. When the game is on the line, you can't bank off an onside kick. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to, like, burn that one last time out and then go for the tie because you're playing for overtime. Yeah. So, it's poor, poor, poor management of the clock right there uh, or the timeout. He did that in the SEC championship. He scored too quick. Um, on the last play, then we had Bama end up scoring, and then we end up going back and scoring again. And we left Bama too much time on the clock to run the clock out. So, um, but yeah, yeah, man. So, but yeah, man, I, lo- I, I love the swamp, man. I had a great time again. Um, Probably the last game I make it. That was probably the last game, but I had that game circled for like three, four years. As of everybody had it circled, it was so packed. Next to next people. Um, yeah, Bama couldn't breathe in that more, man. Hot, muggy day at the swamp. Then it got cool. Then it started like it started to rain, like <laughs> like right when the game was over. So. I, I just pray to God, hope it did. I'm glad it didn't rain. But yeah, so Bama, I mean, Florida, we got, uh, we got, we got Tennessee this week. Um, we should beat them people. My score prediction, I'll rip, is probably 43-15, something around about the point spread, 19. So Emory, hope you have a great, another a bounce back game. I think we carry this momentum um, over and just punish people for the rest of the season. I'm looking forward to, you know, the Georgia game in Jacksonville. Uh, I, I, I just I just don't – I ain't bound to Georgia hype. But, um, but anyway, uh, enough of that. So, did, what? Uh, how was – how was the uh, game in Knoxville? Cause we got Tennessee this week. Um, how was Knoxville? Uh, Knoxville is cool, but that was another blowout game. They weren't playing nobody. Who they play? Uh, Tennessee Tech. Yeah, Tennessee Tech. Yeah. It was a blowout, but <clears throat> yeah. Um. 
Yes. So Oklahoma, they barely beat Nebraska. Uh, I don't think I don't think Oklahoma go go undefeated. I think Cliffs are gonna drop another loss. Um, Penn State they play or I mean Penn State play Auburn. They beat Auburn. Um, just another uh, bad decision, bad quarterback play by Bo Nix. But uh, yeah, next this week, uh, Arkansas, like I said, Arkansas takes in they're gonna be a good one. Um, Michigan, they looking very, very sneaky good. They play Rutgers Saturday at 3:30. Um, UCLA plays Stanford. They're gonna be a a game to watch too uh, in the Pac-12 because UCLA they looking good, but Stanford looking sneaky, real sneaky good too. Um, West Virginia and Oklahoma. I think I'm gonna take West Virginia on that for the upset. Uh, yeah, to round out the top 25 teams, Bama they play Southern Miss, which is gonna be a blowout. Oregon, number three, Oregon they play Arizona. Um, Florida, like I said, they play Tennessee. Uh, Nebraska play uh, Michigan State. Michigan State sneaky good too. That Pac-10, I mean, the Big Ten looking pretty solid too. Uh, Notre Dame played Wisconsin. <laughs> I try to get my coworker to bet me. Um, I take no uh, Wisconsin. You go take Notre Dame, but Wisconsin the point spread is minus six right now. So it was it went up. It was my it was three points. Wisconsin. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Um. Yeah. Uh. But we can um get into some NFL talk, man. So NFL um off freaking Atlanta Falcons, man. I uh when I got back from Gainesville, so I I pretty much slept all day Sunday. Um, I woke up at, <laughs> at after I woke up like at halftime. I watched at the third and fourth quarter. I was like, man, Matt Ryan looking good, man. And so I made a little Facebook post. And soon I made that Facebook post, man. He threw a pick. That's oh. all man. That's all man. But he actually played a decent game to those to the to the late third and fourth quarter. He played a decent game. They was in the game with the Bucks. Um, so I ain't gonna slander him too too much. Cause he deserved to get slandered, but you know, he 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 was nifty in the pocket. And everybody be talking about like we want a dual three quarterback. It's not about him having a dual three quarterback. You want to be mobile in the pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you know what I'm saying? You you want to be able to be mobile in the pocket, but he's like he's he's staying like he in quicksand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, he like yeah, yeah, quicksand, bro. I don't mm. get it, and so yeah, I tell I kept telling people, really looking frustrated. I tell people, man, really is not a number one receiver. He need uh, a lot of talent around him to take pressure off of him, so he can get into his route running skills and cause he a prolific route runner. But when you got a safe, you got a corner playing under you, and he know he can have a safety over top helping. And the quarterback ain't giving him the ball, and the offense coordinator ain't drawing up, ain't scheming to get him open. You know, they ain't using Kyle Pitt. So, like, the offense ain't doing that. So, defense, they can just play a safety over top and have a corner play aggressive. So, and kind of take him out of the game because they know ain't nothing else out there going to stretch the defense. So, yeah. So, but I mean, the Falcons, they, uh, they play hard, man. They, but you know, falling short. Uh, so, but it was it was awful. That like <laughs> it got it got so bad, man. Uh, like I looked at the score. It was like what's what was uh it was close. 
Yeah, it was 25-28. Yeah, 25-28. 25-28, and then them boys go like three, two, three interceptions. Touchdown for all um, pick six. And that was the ball game. Yeah. You know what? I, after watching that game, I was I was like, you know what? The Falcons really got, even though we don't got like the big names. I mean, we got really in a uh, Kyle Pitts. But them other boys, they really can play. I think that um, the new coach, <laughs> like they trying to praise this man. Oh, he's such a genius on offense and da da da. Okay, well he need he need to show that creativity with these plays. He not doing it, bro. He run that same old fashioned, um, you know, nineteen eighty football, bro. You trying to play line bullet ball, like you you don't. First of all, you're not you not you don't have bully offensive linemen like that. Exactly, we ain't like, built like that, right? Ain't built like that, bro. You trying to play bullet ball? Now, if you can go to the spread and be like Shanahan, a lot of run, a lot of power zone concepts and a lot of counter trades out the shotgun or, you know, pistol set, that's different. And I think Matt Ryan can get better reads in the pistol. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we can, and the running back can be, can go like straight downhill. Um, but I, I, I think the running game will be better. Um, and therefore, but, I just don't see it, us lining up in our formation and um, up on the center 12 personnel and just lining up and mauling people. We ain't not built like that. Yeah, that's not our game. Yeah, and then we don't have no receiver to stretch the defense on the outside to keep the safeties out the box. Because they could play man-to-man. They know they ain't got to worry about nothing on the outside. But that boy, uh, Cordell Patterson, he oh, yeah. he need to be the number one running back. Yeah, yeah. Cordell played receiver at Tennessee. Uh, he was he was he was a highly recruited kid. Um, he, I mean, he was a dog at Tennessee, but they just didn't have no talent around him. But um, he played running back at Tennessee too. But he in the league, he don't put on like at least ten pounds because he was like two fifteen ish. But they say that boy like 225 and almost 230 and moving too. Yeah, he like a he like a Camara type for real. Yeah, just a verse of the back. But um I really want that boy out of Auburn, uh Tank Bisbee. If we can get him, he could be our next because he's the next Alvin Camara, but we gotta wait one more year. Is this his first year? Yeah, he's a sophomore. Oh, okay. Yeah, he out of there next year, though. He gone. Third round draft pick. Mm. Yeah, he, he the real deal. Yeah, he was he looking good when I was up in uh, Auburn. Like, the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then we outgained Tampa uh, by seven yards. We had three, four days total yards. They had three, four to one. But like I said, the interception was the difference in the game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, man, I told you about them Arizona Cardinals, bro. Colin Murray looking looking like a man man among boys. And uh, what you think about Lamar Jackson, man? Hey, man, that game, it, it just, I mean, it really just shows you this is the new NFL. Trying to so, tell you. I know a lot of these, uh, I'll call them NFL purists, they want to stick with the, the the pure pocket guys. And, I, hey, man, y'all, y'all need to know, for one, this is entertainment. Come on, let's be real about it. It's entertainment. Uh, this the, this the new age, these young boys second over. This is like the new age Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. Like right. that's what we gonna we gonna see a lot a lot of showdowns between them two and a lot of good games and a lot of highlights. It was just fun to watch, man. Yeah, I think um, I think man, uh, 
Patrick Mahone, the lead, the quarterback. When when Brady gone, the league is in good hand, man. Cause so many great quarterbacks out here now, yeah, like diverse, man. like you know what I'm saying. He drop back guys like Jake, Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying. He physical, can run, and um, even Zach Wilson, mobile, can run. Like every team, like them boys can spin it and they can run. So like yeah. everybody, like. It's like that, bro. Like, that's why I understand the Falcons. Um, yeah, man. So it, it, the league is in a, in a good shape. It, the league is 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 by very. It's gonna be very very entertaining for the next. I say ten years because some real good quarterbacks and they compete. Cause I think, like you said, man. I think Lamar, Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, they the new like Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. That rivalry for his quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lamar, I mean, <laughs> just get the ball in Lamar's hands. He gonna do something. Mm-hmm. That boy. I'm trying to figure out what. I mean, because he always has. Ever since he's been in the league, he's always had these seasons with these uh, highlight reels, basically. But mm-hmm. all these highlights ain't adding up to the wins. So what what is it that the Ravens need in order to make that next jump? They need another receiver out there to stretch with Hollywood Brown. Hollywood not a number one receiver. Um yeah. you know, he like Calvary, not a number one receiver. Um, you know, they want to want the guy to be like Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs, number one receiver. Uh, Odell Beckham, another more. And see, I think Odell Beckham be a good fit for the Ravens. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He can beat one-on-one coverage. You can disguise him with the running game. You can hide him behind them, all the tight ends. They got uh, Anderson, then Hollywood Brown. Um, and they can get another big physical receiver along with them. They just set them over the top, but they need another receiver. But they yeah. playing bully ball too. They go, but you're gonna be tired of hitting them boys after fourth quarter. Cause Lamar's so finesse, he's gonna stress you out so much. And then coming back, you got running backs that can run the ball physical, like Murray. The crazy thing about it, all they running backs are hurt or out for the season. Yeah, what's going on with that? I think Dob, I mean uh, Dobbins, he got for the season. One of them told their ACL, but Lamar he had 107 yard rushing. I mean 70 yard um, rushing on 16 carries. And he threw for 239. That's a great day at the office for me. Yeah, yeah that's how, that's yeah. that's my ideal quarterback. Yeah. People they say he ain't gonna be able to do that. Okay, you see. <laughs> Y'all can keep living in this old backyard football you want to. But you got teams that can scheme and, and, and you know what I'm saying, and cater to their talent, bro. You That that that, that old football is not going to work no more. You know what I'm saying? It's the same football as football. You still got the same pay, play calls and stuff. But it's just, how you, it's just how you scheme. It's how you run it and how you dress it up. Tennessee, they they beat Seattle. They got away with a nail biter in overtime. I thought Seattle was gonna win because they was up at one point in time. Yeah, I thought they was gonna win too. Yeah, <laughs> what you think? James laid an egg, man. He went back down to old James, ain't he? I was like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was it, it, James. James is like, dang. Come on, Jameis. So what you uh so uh Andy Dalton got hurt and Justin Field came in. Justin Field looked really good. So Justin be was be starting his first game Sunday. Uh so they he'll be starting his first game Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. <sighs> Gonna be a good game. Yeah, but Cleveland gonna beat the mess out of people, man. Cleveland, my Super Bowl pick. So, 
You think Cleveland gonna come out the AFC? Yeah, I think they're gonna beat um Kansas City. Whoa, that's a bold prediction right there. Yeah, man. They would have to be Kansas City and Baltimore. Yeah, one or two. I mean, I really want Lamar to win it. I really do. I really want Lamar to win it. But I really think Kansas City, I mean, um, Cleveland, but they got everything they need. If Baker come to play like he's supposed to, they're going to do it, bro. They were there last year. Yeah. When Pat, when Pat Mahone got hurt. Yeah. They had to change to make it to their last year. So, and they got the piece they added clowning. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really rooting for Justin Field. He's making first career start. Um, I know Shannon Sharp talked about it on Undisputed today. He had said that, which you, uh, he said, he he don't think the Bears should go back to um any dog based on the situation they're in right now. There ain't no need to go back to him because you already know what you got for Andy Darling. You already know the kid is the future. And I agree with him, but I would have yeah. started for the jump. Uh, that exactly. Yeah, but I mean he he was in favor of Saying start and don't just because he's a veteran and you ain't want to ruin the kid's confidence and and everything. But I was like, screw that. Like that boy a gamer. And he gotta develop and learn. But he also gotta uh process his blitz packages more and just be more aware because he he be getting <laughs> he be taking too many crazy shots. And he don't wanna hit he don't wanna end up like his boy Cam New. Right. Yeah, taking all them unnecessary shot, but I think Justin's gonna be fine. Quick question: Who you, do you think? Who you think out of the rookie class? Who 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 wins the Super Bowl first? Ooh. Okay. So who we got? Uh, Zach Wilson. Um, what's his name from Clemson? Trevor. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Yeah, and you got Mac Jones from Bama. Oh, Matt. Ooh. And Trey Lance. I would say, you know what? Either Mac Jones or um Justin Fields. Because Justin Fields, he he has all the talent. And uh, that, that Chicago defense will keep them in games. So I think, and if they just keep adding pieces through the years, I think, I think Justin's in a good position. But Mac Jones, he's in a good position because yeah, I'm about to say his he he goes into the perfect system for his style. And you yeah. coming from Bill, uh, you coming from Bama under Saban, that's the same kind of pro scheme that New England run, really. Right, same system, same everything, same everything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so he, same just like Belichick. They work exactly. together. Exactly. <laughs> same mentality and everything, bro. So, like, he going to blend right in through his people. Yeah, so he, he got the best deal out of everybody, really. Yeah. I think it's going to take a while for Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Jaguars got work to do. A lot of work to do. They got yeah. Urban Lee to um, take the USC job. Uh, he he. It's a speculation out there. He might take it. But I think oh, yeah. he's gonna leave already. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you man. You know how Herb do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe me, he'll break a man's heart. Um. But they they got Eric B. Um, Benenemy. How you pronounce pronounce Benenemy? Yeah, Benen. Uh, yeah, Benenemy. Something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Um, they got him linked to a USC because he's from California too. I think that'd be a great, great hire, great fit. Yeah, that would be a good fit, and that'll be good for him too to mm-hmm. get that head coaching. 
you know, experience, and then he'll be able to come back to the league and, and dominate. I agree. I agree. Because I think that's that was his only knock. Like, they were saying that's why he didn't get hired and stuff. They, you know, he didn't have that head coaching experience, and then they said something else about something about his personality or something, but I think once he gets that head coaching job and the feel of being head coach and you'll see more of his personality and stuff, and yeah, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to recruit, get the top guys, okay, you know, linked to that Kansas City, cool guy. Um, I know he's going to be going any any hood, any living room, and baby to uh to relate to any young quarterback, black or white, don't matter. Um, yeah. yeah, most of these white kids are very, very cultural now. So they ain't they ain't like the old, you know what I'm saying? They not like <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say the wrong word, but they 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 help to it. So um yeah, I uh yeah, I think he'd be a good fit. But you know, it's up to USC to make the high. Hey, what you think about uh what's your picks? And we can talk about the on uh, your picks for uh the LA Rams and uh Buccaneers. Who you got? You just can't count out Tom Brady. So <laughs> and I, I I think they just hyping Stafford up so much. I mean, he'll make some <laughs> plays. But they just hype Stafford up too much, and you just, Tom Brady gonna come through. You ain't buying it. I ain't buying the Stafford stuff. They making this. Oh, the Rams trade for Stafford. Oh, what a what a good choice, a great deal. What? <laughs> that was dumb as hell to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would definitely kept Jared Goff. Or at least get get one of these younger quarterbacks up under them some. Yeah. Uh 49ers Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, he he on he like he on his Tupac shit right now. He's dogging everybody out in the press. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I a got, truth method right there. Yeah. Yeah, I got um I took on um, 49ers, man. Well, you think it's gonna be upset? Mm-hmm. What they, they playing San in San Francisco? San Francisco? It's they they in the Bay. Okay. Yeah, it's a Sunday night game. There's some good game come on Sunday though, but yeah, I ain't get my picks. I took. I think the Bucks gonna beat the Rams too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let me see what the game is. Oh, it's in L.A. too. So. Yep. And who you got on Cowboys and Eagles? I think you think Jalen Hurts bound back. Um. Yeah, you know, I I think it might be a shootout. I think Jalen Hurts will bounce back. I think it'll be a close one. Yeah. Yeah, that's my take too. I think I think it'll be a shootout. I think um. I think Jalen Hurts bounced back, man. Yeah, he had a bad outing out there in the base. Well, against San Fran. Are are the Carolina Panthers real? Are they fake? I think they're real, bro. You think so? You think Sam Darnold can take them somewhere? Yeah, I think that he had to get out of New York, bro. So he saved his career. Yeah, I think he did. So, something about that New York. Yep. And then when the players leave and go other places, they look good. As a matter of fact, the re- the other receiver that played for uh, Carolina, he used to play in New York. I forgot his name. I forgot. But I felt like they was, even when, because they, they had played the Falcons a few times. And I was like, whoo, that boy good, but he's on a bad team. Mm-hmm. And he be he be bothering Carolina. 
So yeah, he just had to get a good system. Yeah, I think um I think they uh Carolina for real, man. They can run the football and everything. So but I would listen to I am athlete, man, on uh, the other day. And uh, they was all talking about um should players go to HBCU or power five schools like the Alabama's SEC school, Florida, Georgia's, Ohio State's, Michigan. Um, and Shannon Sharp, um, not I mean Shannon Crowder, he had a he had a good good take on it, man. Like um, he had a good take. Let me see if I can find it or whatever, but um, I could play it. Same thing that happens at Duke's and Michigan State's and USC. This and Jerry Arjun. All the other big schools, the Alabamas, right? You need to be able to. No. No. Go get that bread. It's about business. Do y'all see right now college football? Alabama, Oklahoma. Who's up there? Georgia. Or Clemson. Those top teams. Those top teams right now. Do you think in five or six years in, in this world that y'all are expecting to see? Because I'm very hesitant. <laughs> Y'all expect to see a, 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 a top 25 AP come out, right? And it says Alabama, Florida. It's gonna be Howard. <laughs> Howard, <laughs> fam, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, uh, Michigan, Penn State. Do y'all think that no matter what kid changes this narrative? That when that top AP 25 comes out of college football, I, that there's going to be an HBCU in that top 25. No, I, that's Florida not my State was a girls' school. What you said? Fred, how long ago was that? Point, Florida State was a girls' Fred, school. Fred, that was, that was 1714. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find the other clip too. But what you think about that, man? Um. So I, I think about the the HBCU thing and you know going to a power five school. Um that other dude, I don't know what the other guy's name is on there. Um, but he was saying, you know, what is your goal? So if you if if your goal is to get in the league and you know, that's your profession, that's what you want to focus on solely, then, yeah, I would go to a Power 5 school because, like Shannon said, they have the best facilities, the best trainers, the best, you know, you eating, you eating good meals, you know. Um, and, and these HBCUs, they just don't have those resources. Um, but I think if you you if you have a different kind of goal, like, yeah, you want to play football and make money, but uh, once you come out of football, you already know your plan B and, and you know what you want to do after that. So you're just using the football as a vehicle, you know what I'm saying, that way. So if that's your plan, then, yeah, go to the HBCU and get that culture and, and, and know your history and, be with other people like you and like-minded and like that. Yeah. So you just, I think you just have to know your goal, you know, move with intention, you know, that's all. I, I, I got so many of my opinions everywhere. Like I see it like this, man, it's crazy. So, uh, um, my brother played at HBCU, Auburn state university, all American there. Um, I still feel like he wish he could have went to a power five school, but he could be off the field trouble anyway. But um, my my opinion is, man, I'm all for the culture. I'm all for HBCUs or whatever. But like Jerry Aldridge said, like like what's the end goal? Like what you said, like like bro, it's hard to beat ninety thousand at. Bro, they gain their atmosphere's next level. Like, and then they gonna they got boosters to fund the money, you know what I'm saying? To come to 
they got facilities and the best, like, just the best of the best. You're gonna be get the best overall experience. So um, me and my me and my, me and my wife, we were having this conversation about it, you know, a couple of time, long time ago, you know, because she went to uh, she was Clark, she went to Clark and uh, Clark Atlanta, and so. And she she's all for HBCUs, but she don't understand the football dynamic. She just understand like how great it is for us to be at HBCU. We can learn the educational side of it, which is totally true. But like Shannon said, right? Most HBCUs don't have good coaching, and that and that was about it's about development, and that's about development. So a lot of people are not like or not uh, don't support HBCUs funding wise. They don't have like, they gonna have a couple people get drafted here and there, but like Bama might have like 10, but ain't nobody developing like Saban or, uh, or Dan Mullen or, you know what I'm saying? All the powerhouse schools. It's about development on and off the field and building the relationships connected to the wealthy people. But then, bro, we got to, HBCU's got to create a good game day atmosphere, not just halftime. Have you ever been to an HBCU game? Yeah. Okay. My brother played there, man. I've been in so many, all four years I went, his game. It's a good, the product on the field is, is is different, bro. It's like, bro, it's different. When you walk into the swamp, bro, and you got 90,000 people screaming, yelling at the top of their lawn, bro, that game, the atmosphere is different. It, it, okay, it, it, you got a good product on the field, bro. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Not Most people don't, like, they're not dared to be at a fashion show. They're not dared to, like, worry about ignorance like none of that bro the game they you, you cheering for your team you talking junk to you for your team and you being a fan and you, you know what i'm saying you watching a good college football game like yeah. you're not there to see the band not no disrespect to the band i love the band i love the music that would be that part of the, the game the atmosphere too big part of it um couldn't be without it but at the same time bro the product of the field, you got fans going wild, going crazy, giving the making the uh, opposing offense can't even hear the play. Like, but that thing, man, the swamp was rocking, bro. Like, bro, that thing was so loud. So it's like, like, what HBCU gonna give that team that home field advantage? Mm. And it's important. I mean, you want to have a good game that atmosphere. Which is like you know what I'm saying? I'm all for the change, bro. Like like Audrey said, man. Like you know, is um, is 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 what's 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 gonna be the end goal for it? Yeah, yeah. And then he did say something interesting too. Like, how how are they gonna build? How are they gonna build? these HBCU schools up to like a status of power five. If colleges already, you know, they do one and done, you know, a couple of years right. and then off. So how are they going to build that? That's going to be hard to do. And then Channing, I mean, uh, Ocho Cinco said, you know, it don't matter where you go. If you're good, if you're a dog, they're going to come find you, which is so true. But at the same time, bro, it's like you might – and then he was, like, saying, like, well, cats might sit on a bench at Bama for three years um, and then, you know what I'm saying, to play. You can go to HBCU and play. But the thing is, I'd rather sit on a at the bench at Bama for three years, but I'm getting developed, going against the best of the best. So when I go to, like, NFL, when I ball, get my year to start and ball out and I go first round, I'm already equipped more equipped and more developed than that person that don't play that HBCU, he don't play four years. So I got the keys. I got the information. You know what I'm saying? I got 
I've been developed on and off the field better than you have, bro. Yep. That's just my take on it, man. My opinion. But I mean, I'm all for HBCU, but at the same time, bro, like, it, like we got most, most like most, most black people. Um, a lot of uh, people say, well, that all that that shouldn't matter at a power five school. Yes, it do matter. And um, what what else? Um, this one lady speaking, she was saying like, well, it got to start from somewhere. You should go, a person should go. I said, you speaking from a one perspective, but like you ain't never played football, so you won't understand. So so you know it, it it's 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 tough. It's tough to make to make that decision. But you know, I kind of lost my train of thought. So um, this this another thing I want to talk about. Last week, um, <laughs> one guy I know, man, um, he got invited to a wedding, uh, during football season. Now, in the South, in most in like football, college football culture in the SEC, no matter races or what. And not um no matter what color you are, it don't even matter. Like everybody know to not have a wedding during football season. Like you should do that. That's law. <laughs> like <laughs> what you think, man? I mean, I'm with you. They 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 shouldn't be planning these weddings during football season. But I think that said that I thought. And I was like, you know what? A lot of weddings I've been to have been like in the fall, and I'd be watching like the game on my phone or trying to see if they have a TV right. somewhere. <laughs> I don't know why the women be doing this. Yeah, I don't know either, man. Like, I felt bad for dude. So, um, I met this couple in Jacksonville. They're a Florida Gator fan years ago, right? So uh, they met there and with everything, um, college kids and uh, they got together and whatever. So they knew, like, their parents wanted them to get, like, married, like, during that weekend or whatever. No, no, they friend, they got invited. Their friends got invited, invited. They invited. They got invited to a wedding during Georgia-Florida game. And um, that weekend, they everybody, like, in, like, Everybody, um, everybody know that's the wrong weekend to have like a wedding, like especially in the fall, like. And so, like her and her friend had a felt falling out about that situation. Oh, and, for real? Yeah, it was years ago, and um, and they, I just met the young couple, and we was talking about weddings and everything. And they were like, you know, my. My friend, we falling out because he had invited, like, we're not gonna miss this weekend. This is a tradition. Like, you have your your you have your wedding in the spring, which I think spring is a good time to have a wedding. March, April, and May. I know the summer, June, July, August is very hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna have it in August, you like you need to be like, <laughs> like the third weekend in August, bro. Like for real, like that's law, bro. I'm telling you, bro, you should have a wedding in college, like during football season. It just don't like. Come on, but yeah, man. Um, that's kind of it, man. We wrap up the show and everything. Um, you got any shout outs, bro? Uh, hey man, I'm gonna keep believing in these Falcons, man. But I, we, we, we really need a, we need a W this weekend, man. I don't think we get it done. 
I think we get one. You think we get it done? Yeah, I, I think the inexperience of the of the the Giants will just get lucky <laughs> and squeak out a win. That's true. We might get our first week against the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna keep believing in my own Falcons, man. Um yeah. Keep believing in my Gators, man. Proud of my boys. I'll take the more victory. <laughs> so hey man, I know what I know what our potential is. I know what our ceiling. I know we ain't near that. So and I know we got a lot of football left to play. And I we can we can do some things. So um shout out to them boys. Shout out to God, shout out to my family. Uh, shout out to y'all, my friends. Everybody support me, man. I love y'all. Uh, thank y'all for keep keep listening to this show. We're going to keep getting better, as I always say. Um, that's it, man. We're going to run the table, man. Well, uh, tell you want to tell the people what we, uh, we'll never do this, man. We got to start doing it. You want to tell the people you want to find out you want to stay being the F. You want to stay discreet. Like, you don't want to. Tell people where they can follow you at on, on social media and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, just hit me up uh, at Vinny Bro on Instagram. That's Vinny B R E A U X. Hit me up. You can follow me on Instagram, Larry Gator Fifty Five. Um, Twitter to Larry Gator 55. Alright, man. Alright, people. Be your boys for the love of the game. That's a, that's a wrap from the show, man. Thank you, guys. A box, but I'm coming out swinging. Watch 200, so I'm coming out blinging. Something like the wind can't touch, just hit me. Suckers can't see me, but the damn show feel me. They say Gucci man going around, game ain't nothing. Soon as he left the cold price, start jumping. Walk around the club like I walked around the yard. Nigga on the trap, girl, you trying to look hard. I'll never, ever, ever ask the police to protect me. Never, ever, ever let a rapper disrespect me. Now it's from Gucci man, good. Clapping gon' happen. Pull the cap to the cap and see my bullets tap dancing. Wow. Wow. Popping in that bitch, vibing with my clip. All she wanted was to take a pit, but now she getting hit in the club. Popping in that bitch, vibing with my clip. Wow. Popping in that bitch, vibing with my clip in the club. Popping in that bitch, vibing with my clip. All she wanted was to take a pit, but now she getting hit in the club. Popping in that bitch, vibing with my clip. Popping in that bitch, vibing with my clip. It's the same.